smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi guys i'm prasad banerjee and i write about tech at mint and this is tech etc a podcast where we ta- tackle some hot topics in technology and also bust some myths today's episode will be hosted by karan machado Karan is a radio host with 94.3 Radio 1 and is a fellow podcaster of the Tech for Change podcast. Over to you, K. Thanks, Prasid. This is a special episode brought to you by Lenovo Infrastructure Solutions Group. Now, extraordinary times require extraordinary interventions. In the past decade, significant breakthroughs in genomics research has had a transformational impact on the well-being of humankind and societies. From healthcare to food security, the unprecedented advancement in sequencing technology holds the potential to accelerate limitless possibilities. Leading this advancement is the rapid evolution of technologies like data science, cloud computing, analytics, and AI ML, equipping geneticists and researchers to deliver innovation at scale and speed. In these extraordinary times of innovation, Lenovo Smart Technology is empowering decision makers to solve humanity's greatest challenges with intelligent transformations. Sunisa Nikolic, Asia Pacific Director, High Performance Computing and AI, leads the team at Lenovo. Sin is a GDM expert and, uh, of course, a global expansion strategist with over 30 years of experience in transforming businesses with smarter technologies. Sin, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Mint Etc. Hey, look, thanks, Kane. Thanks for having me. Um, good morning, afternoon, good evening, good uh, 2 a.m. If uh, if you're listening at that time. to all your listeners. Uh, look, I'm just delighted to be here. Sinisa, welcome to the podcast and I'm sure our listeners would love to hear from you regarding Lenovo's viewpoint on smarter healthcare and its correlation to genomics. From Lenovo's smarter healthcare conversations, we've understood that, you know, technological advancements in the healthcare industry are only developing patient care and genome sequencing has a larger role in the same. But what are some of the, you know, greatest challenges we have as humanity where genomics could be a game changer? Uh, look that's a I would say that's a great question but there's like seven questions in there. Okay. <laughs> Forgive me. So, <laughs> so look let me uh, let, let me figure this out and 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 talk you through a few things. You 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 hit one thing that 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 always gels with me. Mm. This is, you know, around humanity's greatest challenges. It's it's really our mantra, right? Um it's Lenovo's mantra. solving humanity's greatest challenges with high performance computing it's what we do and so when you think about this humanity has always faced challenges right whether they're global or human engineered you know uh, climate change being global resource depletion human engineered right environmental degradation overpopulation you know we 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 constantly coming up with these hurdles or brick walls to go through Okay. You know the pandemic and uh, I can't say I hate talking about the pandemic but we 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 tend to still right because it's still there with us there are new variants every other week today right but but thank goodness that you know we're not in the frenzy that we were prior but the pandemic brought forth you know quite a few vulnerabilities in the healthcare industry mm. and and healthcare delivery mm. you know basic infrastructure research diagnostics patient care visiting a doctor you know all of those things had to be taken care of when people were sort of stuck inside their homes um infrastructure this basic infrastructure piece was was a massive dilemma for hospitals and and healthcare providers so 
at Lenovo, it's been our, I guess I want to call it a constant endeavor to support healthcare and support this industry um, to enable this intelligent transformation and, right. and really to equip them with both, you know, technology and services that can help modernize these services. Mm. You know, one of the really important areas that, that you'd mentioned very specifically is, is really around genomics, yeah. right? So we're able to strengthen compute capabilities for researchers so that they can actually go and drive time to insight based on these sort of genomic technologies. And I guess as we go through our discussion today, we're gonna we're gonna get into quite a little bit more detail, so I won't belabor it now. Yeah. But um, I won't belabor the specifics. But really around, you know, genomics and genetic research, as you mentioned, uh, Lenovo and Intel commissioned via IDC a survey of very specific pharmaceutical companies across Asia Pacific, targeting, you know, decision makers. Now, what did we wanted to get out of this survey? We wanted to understand some needs and challenges, as, as we're talking about today, um, from these key decision makers around their genomics researchers. And I know that's sort of a convoluted and complicated uh, uh, explanation. But <laughs> we found some very important areas that, that came up in the survey. Um, so a third of Asia Pacific respondents to this survey have started to prioritize development of precision medicine as a key strategy, right? And, and to do that, you need to then have drug discovery, you know, you, you need all of these things as it relates to, to precision medicine. In India, very specifically, where I think a lot of the listeners are right now, um, 100% of the 40% that responded yeah. uh, to this are absolutely certain that genomics is fundamental to developing precision medicine. And, and this is key. Um, those two things tie up very closely, right? So an Asia-Pacific wide and then an Indian very, very specific India country, mm -hmm. right? Um, and besides development of precision medicine and going forward in that sort of sector or that area, this IDC report pointed to environmental and climate change, forensic genomics, a study of malnutrition and nutrition for all, right? As well as this development of drugs and vaccines, areas where high-performance computing, artificial intelligence, etc would make the you know most significant impact right i feel like from a perspective of you know what we're discussing there have been a lot of conversations about precision medicine uh, and about of course genomics research being at the forefront of, of this evolution so i'd love for you to kind of get into some of the impact that you feel technology has on genome sequencing yeah look look really happy to you know happy to hear look this all sort of started way back when at the Sanger Institute that, that um, effectively discovered, if, for want of a better term, DNA, right? And, and back in those days, you would uh, have these glass plates that looked like x-rays and you'd have these shades of gray and, and research scientists would look at these very analog visions of, of, of DNA as an example. But what we didn't have as um, as a human race is an ability to understand the whole human genome, right? Um, 
So a number of billion dollars was invested uh, by multiple organizations and countries globally for this human genome project. Now, that human genome project lasted decade, decade plus. Um, and it was only really recently, the last two to three decades, I guess, that that completed, that we were able to do our first ever um, whole human genome sequence. Mm -hmm. Now, the data that came out of that, you know, contributed significantly to the knowledge, mm -hmm. you know, knowledge of genetic factors and the impact on right. human life and, and even diseases. Right. So these advances in genomics, which is what we call it, the study of the genome and the knowledge have been powering um, this transition within the industry okay. towards precision mem uh, medicine. Now, precision medicine at the end of the day is really a catch-all term. Let's call it a terminology if you want yeah. for this new frontier in healthcare which combines AI, um, heavy data analytics, uh, genomics, uh, et cetera. And, and, and what this really does is with that, with that study of, this, uh, of, of the human genome, um, doctors and researchers are sh you know, should be able to predict more accurately and tailor disease prevention care and, and, and treatments. What do I mean by that? We know that environment, you know, environmental um, issues can affect DNA. Mm. We know that because UV light affects our skin mm. um, and we have skin cancers. A skin cancer is predominantly related to a malformation um, or a variant within the DNA right. um, that is susceptible to UVA, UVB light. Now, not for everybody, but in, in, in general it is. It's a disruption of that. Mm. So we know that if you have a gene that is susceptible to that, you can take precautions. We know uh, as well from a, uh, <clears throat> from a breast cancer perspective, we know that you are highly susceptible if you have a certain gene, you know, whether, that's, you know, whether that gene is switched on. Um, it is the same. Um, it is the same for other, many other forms of cancer today, right? So that's what this is all about. This precision care can only be as good as the technology that's building the tests that uh, is running the sequencing, right? Um, so these next generation sequences, these NGSs, um, are key. Uh, are key to go forward, and you know all of these technologies really ultimately are like jigsaw puzzle pieces. <laughs> they are. You have, you, yeah. you've, you've got, uh, you know, NGS machines, you've got high-performance computing machines, you've got database crunches, yeah. you have researchers, which are part of the machine, that ultimately take these vast swathes of data. And by the way, the data is enormous and only growing. <laughs> yeah. um, and, 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 to, and to crunch that. And, and the reality really is now that, as I said, you know, nearly two, nearly three decades since the Genome Project completed. Yeah. We yeah. really are still at the beginning of this new era. Right. I really feel, and one thing that you said actually really stood out to me, which is you said that this this part of, of everything that you're doing it cannot go further without technology and i couldn't you know see anything further from Absolutely. the truth so um 
personally, I, you know, I'm curious to ask you with so much data that comes across your across your desk and all that. Uh, I'm curious whether you, you know, end up uttering these data points outside, you know, work because you know you're just, you know, neck deep in data all the time, you know. My my wife gets annoyed, Kay, because uh, <laughs> I, I I talk in my sleep, so I'm probably I'm probably full of multiple utterances as it relates to data points. And and what she tries to do is get me to sleep on my side, so it just leaks out of my ear. Um, <laughs> you and I have something uh, in common in that case, except I guess we're we're talking about different things. But that's nice to know. Exactly. That's nice to know. Um, do Do you see any technologic, uh, or rather, do you see any technology-based challenges in the genomics industry that you feel um, you know are really like like stark ones that that especially people from your industry are are kind of noticing? Yeah, look, 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 absolutely. You know, as I mentioned before, this this IDC report that um, that we commissioned um, showed that while the pandemic led acceleration in innovation, you know, and that was networking, basic infrastructure, you know, people had to innovate how they worked from home, how researchers did their work from home, right, yeah. without access to to heavy bandwidths, all of these types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it gave a booth. A, a, you know, a pretty massive boost to the healthcare sector. Right. You know, we were able to, I was stuck in the UK uh, at that time, right? And we were on lockdowns every, in fact, we were, I was on lockdown off and on for the better part of uh, 12 months mm. uh, with only one or two weeks in between that I was able to go outside and, you know, squint into the sunlight. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you get ill. So how was I able to see a doctor when they were not taking patients? Right. Um, it was done all via telephony, right? Via apps, like Plato and a few others, so um, where, where you would be able to see the doctor, and and that's innovative. It's the same with schools. The schools were the same, right? Right. So, um, but what what's really being found is that <clears throat> a lack of overall compute power. And now I'm back into genomics and research again. Mm-hmm. So lack of compute power to deal with the speed at which all of this data is now coming in from sequences, from GIS systems, from government, laboratories doing uh, doing population sequencing, etc. So power, capacity, um, and complexity uh, resulting from this type of data. And this data is not just one-dimensional data, right? It's, it's multi-dimensional data that, that's coming in. We're really the, two, the top two challenges that were in the context of genomics. And and those two data points are very specific to the India market. So what I really mean here, it's time to insight is really what this is about, right? right. Significant number of researchers are struggling to have capacity on the floor mm. at the right time. And more than anything else within the right budgetary constraints, right? Everything costs money. Absolutely. Um, there's no doubt about it. We know about inflation. We know all about these things today. Absolutely. So, you know, right, right technology at the right time. How do you do that, right? Mm. Um, Lenovo has been focused on a number of topics, right? We are absolutely and utterly focused with a development team specifically on HPC mm. or high-performance computing, these large-scale clusters. We have dedicated teams of both researchers, developers, as well as teams within all of the countries around the planet today. Right. Um, uh, studying and working on AI, um, and we have genomics appliances, um, specifically called Ghost, as well as uh, this thing 
which is called as a service or as a service offering, mm. which we, we have under an umbrella called Trusco. Now, why am I throwing this one specifically? Because um, I'm trying to address one of the points that I make, which was, yeah. which is really around having capacity on the floor at the right time. If you look at something like Trusco or, or, or HPC as a service or as a service offering, it's a consumption-based model. Um, and, and ultimately that means you have a subscription uh, of, 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 of uh, an underlying subscription base and then you have this flexibility and scalability that you can go up and down in capacity needs as you go and as you need right. a pay as you go approach right? right so in essence true scale clients only pay for what they use right. and they can scale it up and down as required um, and we only just uh, announced this in for in our in our fourth quarter wow. um, right right um, so we're now just into second quarter, so about a quarter, a quarter and a bit ago, and and it's already helping um, many research leverage our HPC technologies to solve, as you say, some of humanity's greatest challenges. Mm. So excessive time to insight is a real problem, and in, in, an insight for a researcher is, is key, right? And and uh, you know, time impacts profit, impacts growth and delays, as I say, this, this scientific discovery, right? Right. Right. And, you know, lastly, um, you know, these types of grim situations like we had in the pandemic, mm. um, time, albeit very valuable, um, becomes the most needed. Correct. Right. I feel like, um, when it comes down to, you know, your team at Lenovo, um, ISG, empowering the intelligent transformation of genomics uh, researchers. Um, how is the team doing that to kind of help solve humanity's greatest challenges? Because um, as much as I think a lot of us would like it to be a individual effort and we have everything in our control, more than often, yeah. it's a phenomenal team that needs to come together to make the magic work. Uh Yes, and 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 you know what? It's it's weird. I was on a discussion today, and um, uh, earlier, about an hour or two before uh, you and I are on today, I was having a discussion with a CTO right. um, on a, on a very different topic to genomics. This was about environment, and climate change, um, and we were making some comments about my team in general, mm. and uh, and I stand by them today. I have the brightest and the smartest team. Um, humanly possible in Asia. I really do. They are populated with astrophysicists, geneticists, amongst other things, right? So from a from a regional basis, you have this human contact point, right? Where you have wealth, you know, wealth of experience of human beings who have worked with research communities, who've done research themselves, who have worked cross industry and cross cross country. Right. That's important. And, and, and for everything in Lenovo, it always starts with a human being, mm. right? We're a humanist organization, that, and, and that's one of the things I love about it. Um, but we have um, research and development folks across ISG, um, again, scattered throughout the world, um, working on technology, so hardware stuff, right? Uh, if I want to simplify, I'll call it hardware stuff, working very specifically on high-performance computing, um, systems development, right? How do we optimize, tune? How do we build the technologies today using architectures from Intel, from NVIDIA, from AMD? Uh, you know, how do we incorporate that? How do we design planar assemblies to make our systems the best, the most reliable, the most environmentally friendly, the most cost competitive, 
um, and and the, the the best views in the market. So we have all of that as you as as, as you would expect, right? And, and weirdly, yeah. I feel like you know creating that atmosphere for collaboration and learning. What you just mentioned, I mean, that is key, and especially with the you know with your with your team that you just mentioned. Once you really create that environment, I mean, sky is the limit, honestly. Oh, look, look, ab- look, absolutely, and uh, you know, I, I, you know, I go back again and say, you know, everything starts with 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 people and human beings, right? Mm. Um, everything from strategy and direction, um, our mission statement, um, to the R and D team that are working on these things. I mean, you know, as an example. Within and, and, and I'll just bring it back for a minute to, to to genomics, right? Let me bring it back to the genomics perspective. We have a team within our genomics group within our HPC team. Right. Lots and lots of different lots of different acronyms. And uh, I mentioned this before. I think it was Ghost, a piece of technology called Ghost, which is a genetics, uh, I'll call it a genomics appliance, and that stands for Genomics Optimization and Scalability Tool. And, and what this particular uh, appliance did for omics applications um, is really started to take processing of this sequence data from hours, well, in fact, days in some instances, down to minutes. Right. Um, and, and and Ghost is a conglomeration of of different technologies, all off the shelf, mm. but. What it does is really allows, uh, as I was talking about before, time to insight um, allows research researchers, as an example, to analyze whole human genomes um, in as little as 18 minutes, and whole exomes, which is subsets here, in about 30 seconds. Wow! So, on average, you know, on average, dependent upon variant calling and other things, other specifics, you know, 167 times um, speed up over any prior technologies. That's so you wild. think about. You think tying it back again to precision medicine to mm. tie those things together uh, against cancer, against uh, a child in a hospital who happens to be dying of heart failure, mm. but yeah. is not responsive to antibiotics, not responsible to medicine. Um, that could be a genetic malformation that's uh, causing the destruction of the heart muscle. So how do you treat that? Well, you don't treat that with With antibiotics and medicine, right? You treat that with um, what I'd say is a cut and shut, but you, you treat that with with a transplant. So your ability to be able to find that um, a lot earlier right. is what this is all about. Mm. The ghost democratizes these, these this type of technology to make it more affordable, performance, right time. Ghost does all of those things, right? right. And absolutely does from 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 that. And there are multiple stakeholders involved in the process, right? I mean, there's not just, you know, you know, with uh, the benefits of Ghost. Uh, am I right in saying that? Oh, look, look, there, there are absolutely. I mean, look, um, maybe I'll give you a couple of examples of who of who we've worked with. You know, we're already working with uh, CSIR, the Institute of Genomics and uh, Integrated Biology, so IGIB, right. uh, in India specifically to accelerate cancer research. Uh, we're also working with Delhi Delhi University's Center of Genetic Manipulation. And so very focused on crop, crop yield. So breeding more nutritious, drought and disease tolerant, you know, uh, high yield crops. Uh, and that's really to feed people, right? Mm. Uh, and you do that, um, you do that with these types of genetic sequences and 
um, data analytics tool for Ghost. Right. So, you know, we have scientists that work on optimization and tuning. We have researchers in the genetics and, and genomics field who understand that as a line of business and, and, and that as a basic science. And, and that team works together very closely to optimize, to tune, to develop technologies that fit. Again, um, the jigsaw puzzle analogy that I used prior, yeah, yeah. It, it's to make those, those, those pieces sort of sit together, right? Mm. I think, you know, also with Ghost, you kind of have a, a democratization that's also happening, you know, with knowledge. Um, and th there are a lot of angles, yes. uh, you know, which, which kind of, I think the benefits of Ghost extend to multiple players. Like, you know, uh, I think your your researchers, your developers, your, your, your funding agencies and scientific administrators, and even to your HPC and IT departments as well. Oh, look, look, they do. Look, across the spectrum, your, your ability to budget easier. I mean, you're talking about technology here that is in effect, you know, a third, probably a third of the price of what I would say is comparable. And I, and I put inverted commas around comparable. Mm. So, you know, budgeting's easier. Um, incorporation into the data center into the management infrastructure mm. because it's not it's it's not you know specifically uh it, well, sorry not specifically it, it's not different right but it's I, not a bespoke piece of architecture um we run it on linux it is um uh, open source tool based but again optimized and tuned uh, very very specifically for our architecture right. and for the data sets and for the data sets it it, it, it ingests um, and we know from, from, from organizations who we, we partnership, you know, that we partner with like IGIB, um, uh, like, 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 like Delhi's Institute for, uh, Center for Genetic Manipulation. Mm. Uh, we, we know that the insight and the scientific delivery that this technology brought them, um, is actually making their lives easier because they can actually show deliverables based on investments made. So so ROI on technology such as Ghost from Onovo uh, is w without precedent. Right. I'm sure that, you know, by listening, you know, to these advancements that you kind of just stated about, um, especially by, you know, Lenovo ISG, many genomics researchers out there uh, have hope to say the least so how is enabling you know smarter technology in india's uh, genomics landscape really helped you discover and derive better business alongside social impact well look look again look against the backdrop of of covid19 as an example we have seen increased funding and demand um across the indian market um for genomics and and in fact the, the you know the indian region is now, well, always has been, but is now even more attractive market for genomics research and... That's nice uh, to hear. Yeah, look, absolutely. The, the, the funding is coming. Uh, it's in and it's coming, both from government as well as external. Right. Right? So, you know, as, I, as I'd already sort of mentioned, you know, we've partnered with some of India's leading genome sequencing and research, you know, research institute, like IGIB, to accelerate 
some of these things, specifically with IGB, uh, you know, around case, uh, cancer research, right? And, and we're, we're incredibly proud of this collaboration and partnership with IGIB. Mm. You know, they are, in, you know, they're the most prestigious sequencing research institute in India today, right? Right. And they leverage Ghost. They re- leverage the Ghost architecture, and they're digging deeper into the, you know, genetics, the, the genetic roots of, of the disease itself. That that in and of itself is an is an ad is an advertisement not just for Ghost but for IGIB as a research institute. Right. As I as I said before, um, they're able to deliver results. They're able to show show progress um, against this disease. Right. That builds confidence. That builds hope. That builds joy. <laughs> um, and 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 all of those things mean increases in funding, right? Right. So, you know, ex- this accelerated execution speed, now back onto the time thing, right? Um, from from Ghost very specifically, enabled IGB research, uh, so research team and researchers to process more samples. They've answered more complex questions in, in, in less time. Right. We've seen about a 10 hour speed up on some varying callings just just there. And, and theirs is very complicated, right? When you get into the, the full sequencing. Right. But we've taken some some of these things from 60 hours, nearly 61 hours down to about nine hours for turnaround. Again, not, nine hours doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're when you're days, um, when you're three days down for less than one, I- I- incredible, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, our partnership you know, we're, we're, we're partnered with them. Uh, we're partnered with a number of organizations across uh, across Asia Pacific, but, but very specifically in India with, with, with IGIB. You know, we understand that, you know, Ghost's higher computing throughputs, capacity, you know, all of those things are accelerating the pace of research and increasing output again. Correct me if I'm so, wrong, but, um, you know... Uh, correct uh, me if I'm wrong, but Lenovo actually yeah. deployed a 28-node system at... Uh, CSIR IGIB, that was, I believe, the largest ghost installation in India to date? It is, yeah, yeah. In fact, I was going to get there, um, but you, you're absolutely right. Good research for you, too. It is the largest, um, it's the largest single ghost implementation uh, currently on the planet. Um, and 28, you know, 28 different systems. So so a cluster, 28, 28 nodes in a cluster. That is 28, you know, individual computers working on, uh, working as a single image. Um, and so what we do and what IGIB does is they take that single image cluster made up of these ghost appliances and effectively, I won't say virtualize, but, but cut them down into individual areas for researchers to actually do that research work. Right. So you run jobs on certain nodes. Because uh, certain nodes are configured slightly different. Some are high memory, some are lower memory. All you know, all of these types of things, um, and that's what they do. So, the largest single instance of of that in the world. And um, if I can quote them, and and I've written down a quote because I, sure. you know, whilst I have all of these data points in my head, I can't remember quotes. Um, Lenovo has truly optimized both hardware and software for genomics analysis. And it pays dividends in terms of performance and efficiency. Now that comes from their press release, um, probably about uh, uh, roughly maybe about a month ago. Right. And, and th- those words alone make me incredibly happy, because um, nowhere in there does it say we bought the cheapest thing 
Nowhere in that statement does it say, um, we have so many widgets. We have this type of processor. No, it doesn't. Right. It says it's optimized hardware and, so and, and software for genomics analysis, right? Right. Dividends, performance, efficiency. Uh, this, this is the thing um, that, you know, I think uh, differentiates Lenovo from many, if not all other vendors. This ultimate desire and success in, in a focus on client-based solutions, not right. a bunch of boxes that are connected together with, you know, bits of wire. That's not what we do. It's not what I wake up and get excited about. What I get excited about is the opening salvo, which is solving humanity's greatest challenges. And we do that by leveraging Lenovo's technology um, via a very deep research development and, and human resource component. That's right? awesome. I, I was actually, that's what we do. I was actually just going through your LinkedIn and um, I, one of the oh. lines I really like, you know, written next to your experience in Lenovo is using decades of experience in the field, along with best resources and world beating technology to bring clarity and solutions to areas of in intense scientific needs. I, I think is the best line to kind of sum up literally everything we've been talking about. Yeah, uh, look, I, I I can't disagree with you because I wrote it. Um, <laughs> but but, 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 it, but, it, but it really is true. And, and you can, uh, well, I hope you can hear it. Um, you know, you can't fake passion, right? Yep. And you can't fake emotion. And um, man, this is why I'm here, to do this. That's exactly why I'm here. Phenomenal. We've had a bunch of things that we've covered for sure. Um, and to sum up, I mean, what I've learned from our conversation is that um, I think, you know, looking at particularly from the uh, Lenovo Infrastructure Solutions Group and, and all the stuff that you guys have been doing, I've realized particularly the role, what stands out to me is the, the role that data plays in all of this and how, you know, how far and further it can take us, especially in solving the problems of the times. Um, more than that, I think it's also very hopeful for me to hear from you, you know, firsthand that India is becoming a hub in a lot of ways for these things. And uh, we're, we're getting funding. We're not only getting, uh, you know, some of the best talent here, but, you know, a lot of the, the envelope is being pushed here. And I really, the third thing that stands out to me is with your multiple collaborations from Lenovo side that you've had with multiple stakeholders and multiple partners, I feel like it just goes to show all of us that magic and, and, and true, um, let's just say, um, the, the, the push to do everything in science comes from collaboration. And I really hope that Lenovo gets to collaborate more, not only with, you know, institutes, people in India, but around the world, or maybe people who are listening to this come to Lenovo and say, hey, I need to collaborate with these guys. Um, Sin, this has been such a cool bit of conversation. I've really, really enjoyed speaking with you. And once again, um, thank you so much for your time and thank you for being on this episode of Mintech, etc. Oh, th look, thank you, Kay. And uh, thanks, to the, thanks to the listeners as well. Look, I appreciate it. I love doing these things. Uh, th this has been a lot of fun for me. Um, look, uh, again, love what I do, love the organization, 
and you know we love our clients as well so uh you know with that if anyone wants to talk to me just reach out i'm i'm around i'm always around uh and i'm, and I'm always happy to talk and uh always happy to you know schedule you know deep dives and you know discuss collaboration and and, and potential research projects where we can all collaborate that'd be a beautiful thing to people who would like to reach out to sunisan in you know for a chat maybe you want to look at how you can leverage ghost and some of the other technological offerings that they have i think the best place to do is kind of head on over to his linkedin you can drop him a message there and uh things can be taken forward again sin thank you so much again have a lovely day thanks kai thanks, thanks listeners thank you so much again sin thank you have a lovely day and that's it for this week's episode Please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at @undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U N D E R T E C H E R. You can also give us feedback at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And please do log on to htsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.